You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music. And sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. talking about Sufjan Stevens, Illinois, as part two in Half Romy Month. So with me, I have Romy. Hey! And we actually do have a special guest today, my good friend Jamie. Hello, nice to meet you. And as always, we have Kay. Hey! And Isaiah. Hello. Illinois, stylized Sufjan Stevens invites you to come on Field Illinois, is a 2005 album by American singer-songwriter Sufjan Stevens, his fifth studio album at that. It was released on the 4th of July, 2005, under S. Thematic Kitty, Secretly Canadian, and Rough Trade Records. It was produced by uh, Sufjan Stevens, and the genres are indie folk, chamber folk, indie rock, and lo-fi. Now I'm going to read the all-music review from James Christopher Bonger. With two states down and only 48 to go, Sufjan Stevens' ambitious musical map of the U.S. should be completed if he puts out once a year in the year 2053. It's a daunting task and not an entirely original one at that, but if each subsequent record is as good as Illinois, fans who live long enough to witness the project's completion will no doubt find themselves to be scholars of both state, history, and its narrator's shape-shifting soul. Stevens' folk epics, as played by his signature mini-orchestra, have changed little since his 2003 foray into Michigan, a charge that may cause some grumbling among the album's detractors. But there's a newfound optimism that runs through much of Illinois that echoes the state's gateway to the West pioneering spirit. Glorious road trip ready cuts like The Man of Metropolis Steals Our Hearts, Come On Feel the Illinois, and Chicago have an expansiveness that radiates with the ballast of history and the promise of new beginnings. Stevens has done his research, with references from to everyone from Abe Lincoln, Frank Lloyd Wright, and the ghost of Carl Sandburg to Jean Wayne Gacy. The latter provides one of the song cycle's most affecting moments. The lush indie pop melodies draw as much from classic rock as they do progressive folk. Jacksonville, with its four-chord banjo lurch, mines old man-era Neil Young. Disco strings dance around, they are night zombies, while the rousing pre-finale, The Tallest Man, is pure peanuts-infused Vince Scaraldi, as filtered through the ambiguous kaleidoscope of Danielson Famille's spiritualism. There's a distinct community theater vibe to the whole affair that may or may not be the result of numerous photo shoots in which the players are dressed in adult-style Boy Scout uniforms. It brings to mind the Blaine prayers from Christopher Guest's small-town theater parody, Waiting for Guffman. But the majority of Illinois is alarmingly earnest. Stevens may be a snake oil salesman, but he's got good stuff. And like many of history's most untrustworthy wordsmiths, he somehow manages to switch the opportunist off and turn on the human being each time the listener gets suspicious of his intentions. Alright, what do we think of Illinois by Sufjan Stevens? 
Cool. Oh, I love it so much. It's cool. I think it's wonderful, as you all know. As at least, at least Andrew knows that I love it. Yeah, we follow each other on Rate Your Music, and I, I saw our Twitter uh, post about uh, Illinois 5 out of 5 stars. Yeah. Would you say it's your yeah. favorite album ever? Um, no. I I wouldn't say it's my favorite album ever. That's like a really, really high bar. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe my favorite album at this point is like In, Ro- in Rainbows or something. <gasps> But uh, <laughs> I I felt <laughs> like, like it, uh, I felt like I too good friends. am a male manipulator. <laughs> I'm not a male manipulator. It's my favorite genre. I don't see how they manipulate. I don't feel like Tom York has enough confidence to manipulate. <laughs> no, I know we're getting off topic, but yeah. you know <laughs> this. The entire moral of this podcast not is like, to get off topic. Not like Neutral Milk Hotel. Those are manipulators. I haven't listened to any other stuff. Hmm. It's a good album. It's a airplane over the sea is a good album. So, your favorite genre is male manipulator. My favorite genre is synthesizer debauchery. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Thank you, George Harrison. <laughs> um, yeah, mine not, is, not that. Um, not that synthesizer debauchery. No. Mine is a, a lugubriousness. What, Psychotherapeutically the... lugubrious. Psychotherapeutic as, lugubriousness. As our boy Bobby C said once. <laughs> and, oh, Jamie, since you don't know, Robert Christgau is a, a, a critic in The Village Voice. Um, we, like to, we like to make fun of him. He's our punching bag. Yes, we like to make fun of him we because he has horrible takes. takes. Speaking of which, let's see Most if he has time. any bad takes on this album. Oh, he gave it an A-. <laughs> wow! We don't get to punch him today. We can punch him next week if he has uh, it. If he has a hot take on the theater album, I doubt. I doubt it. Yeah, but, probably not. Yeah. To be honest, I I like the album. Kind of find it a bit hard to get into at first. Maybe because it's a bit too like not not because of its lushness. I like a lot of like with symphonic soundscape lushness, but maybe because it's like too low key and like I don't want to say not bombastic. Because it has its moments, especially when you like turn the volume up. But uh, it just it it didn't it didn't really feel like wanting to punch you a lot. There was just not enough Illinois. <laughs> yeah, man. But I I I like the album. Oh, which reminds me, I gotta post my notes so you guys can so you guys can look at my takes and disagree with them. Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah. You Wait, can be our hundred bags in place of Bob. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I mean it's happened before. I did notes for this as well. I don't know if you, I mean, I didn't give each song a numerical rating because I feel like I don't really know how to do that with like every single song. But like, I did take a lot of notes. I don't know if I should put those in as well. You should. Okay. I can uh, post those. I have. I a like few. to read the notes. They're fun to read. I should take notes, but I don't. I'm too mm-hmm. lazy. Fair enough. I only take notes when I feel like it. Also, I like listen to this while I'm doing other stuff like drawing. So it's like I get too distracted <laughs> to take notes. Well, if, if anything, anything I say tonight, just remember I still like this Leaps and Bounds better than last week's album. 7.82. Interesting. Oh, wait, that should say... What was the T on last week's album? That should say 8.06, actually. I changed it. Anyway, uh, T on last week's album, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring, yeah. I heard from yeah. Riley that it didn't go well. She was it the was only one that liked it. <laughs> Oh, God. And now she ran away because she's ashamed of us. <laughs> she's in urine town. Yeah. She's in the shadow realm, Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. It's in the shadow realm, Jimbo. Yeah. 
All right, so so the stuff I liked I'm was stuff that like reminded me of other things, but like just watered down. Like UFO sighting watered reminded. Down? Yeah, that that was what I was searching for. Like it's like uh, low low key. Um, UFO oh sighting God. gave me Brian Eno vibes. If you listen to another, I love Brian Eno. If you listen, yeah, if you listen, yeah. like it, it kind of sounds like something off another Green World. Uh, Jackson Phil, like the reviewer said, it has like Harvest era Neil Young vibes, and as well as Tumbleweed Connection era Elton John. But you guys didn't like that album, so I thought it was decent at best. You liked fine. one song off of it. <laughs> and that song Everything is super fine. good. So decent at best. Uh, the Predatory Wasp kind of gave me like early King Crimson vibes. Like stuff like I Talk to the Wind and Islands. And uh, Out of Egypt kind of sounded like a Kraftwerk instrumental with, you know, without the synthesizers because Kraftwerk is like a synth pop band, electronic synth pop. But but it, it's it's nice to hear like something you expect here of craftwork played by like not traditional craftwork instruments. So that was nice. I think like the I I didn't hate any song off off this album honestly. Like it it, it sounds low key and watered down to me. But just know that I don't hate it except for maybe Decatur, which I called wiggle shit. That's fair <laughs> enough, honestly. That's probably <laughs> like eh. I don't know. I think it's a good song, but you know. Can I just say I just wanna um. I just want to start a little debate here. Uh, I mean, oh, God. you. <laughs> I love it's about debates. to be problematic. Um, Are but we I just, I, I just want to say that I. Uh, so you find it low key in that, like it's it's soft, you know. Yeah, the music is soft. I just, I don't know. I just think that like with all of the different instrumentation that goes on to it, and like the emotion that goes into the voices, like yeah, I wouldn't call I, it like low key personally. Yeah. It's it, well. It takes like it takes a while, really, for like something that's like a bit like soft and quiet to like hit, you know. And it, it eventually did hit for me. I I do like the album. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Come on, feel the Illinois for me is like. Oh, really that was that's my. Fa- I think that's my favorite song on here. Honestly, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful to me. Not the third track. Like well. yeah, 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 that's like, my favorite too. It's got like a minimalist, uncommon time signature beat. It is great. And then it's followed up with a song that tries to make you feel sympathetic for a serial killer. That's fun. I was so uncomfortable during that. John Wayne, <laughs> it's a good song. You're, but you're, I just you're not sat supposed there, to feel like, sympathetic for John Wayne Gacy. It's, <laughs> okay, good. I mean, it's not like a it's not like a My Father's Gun situation. Like, I'm surprised. I don't think that, that I don't think it was I don't think it was in his intention at all to I think to make you feel sympathetic for John Wayne Gacy. I think it was it it was kind of like more of a metaphor for like the horrible stuff that could be hidden under like. The pretext of being like all warm and friendly, you know, like mm. Midwestern stuff, whatever. Yeah. I don't well, know. I well, as we learned from the yeah, next I normal episode, I cannot yeah, understand I not metaphors. Feel like to me. Yeah, I I can't understand sarcasm a lot of the time. Just today, I found some Dorito Sweet Chili heat chips in the cupboard. I had a couple, and when my parents came home the next day, my dad was like, "Uh, hey, I bought those chips for a friend of mine. Did you eat any of them?" And I just kind of freaked out and then my dad said joking it took like oh, like 30 seconds to like drop the act mm. oh god uh, uh, yeah my dad does that all the time it kind of freaks me out sometimes too so you're not alone there yeah. <laughs> like, uh, this keeps happening yeah, awesome. every time i want to eat ice cream i'll be 
be like, Dad, can I have some ice cream? And he'll be like, no. And I will genuinely believe him for like 10 seconds. And then I'll smile and I'll be like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dumb. My, and you keep my, doing this. Oh I God, should get my, the idea. My dad does the exact same thing. He, uh, I, I, I get some ice cream. I set it down for like two seconds. He grabs it and says, thank you. And then I'm like, give it back. Give it back. <laughs> he gives it back. Oh, my God. Let's hope our dads never listen to this podcast episode. Oh. Knock on wood, knock on wood. <laughs> I'm no. continuing on John Wayne, the John Wayne Gacy song. Um, uh, when Sufjan at the end says, you know, he's kind of like me. I raised my eyebrow to the moon. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that face when oh, you, Jesus like, Christ. like imagine the rock would raise his eyebrows to the moon. Oh my God. <laughs> Insert vine boom sound effect. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't do it. Never mind. Fun fact, uh, Sufjan Stevens is a classically trained oboist, which explains why you can hear oboe all over the album, which is why it sounds so awesome. Oh my god, Woodwind Core. That's my brother-in right there. <laughs> fun fact. Ah! Uh, fun fact, actually. Uh, classical composer Nikolai Rimsky-Korsakov wrote in like his autobiography or something that the oboe was noiseless and gay. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Just like uh, Woodwind Core? Steven. I guess gay was That's like the... That's what's great about him. And why, and, like... and why don't you know it? One of the descriptors for this album was LGBT. My favorite well, genre. I mean, it is. It is. That must be why I liked it. <laughs> uh, we should talk about uh, Palisades. I really love that song. Um, is that the the Predatory Wasp? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, you I know, thought. What it was, do you guys? Think that one? It was a slow burner, but it definitely got me there. Mainly because it, I it, I was just thinking of I talked to the wind the whole time. I, yeah, I, I kind of liked it. I think. Yeah. Was, I think I got into it. I was like jamming a little. Yeah. Jammin's the wrong word. I was vibing. <laughs> this is yeah. This is not an album you play at the club. Yeah, no, I say the wrong words sometimes. I was uh, moving my pencil and my drawing a little more jauntily than usual, perhaps, <laughs> oh, perhaps a little whimsically. Uh, scandalous. Well, I, that song is about uh, when he was at a uh, boys' camp when he was a teenager, and he had like his first like one of his first romantic relationships with a guy. So it was about how he kind of felt like a bit scandalized mm. like that and That's regrets, you know, not knowing the guy better. I can relate with that, except I'm straight. Yeah. And, I'm anyway. like the straight Susan Stevens. <laughs> uh, life is strange, but someone gets stabbed. That's what life also, is strange, true colors is also, about. I, I, wait, also, wait, did, also, say that. I first actually like got my first exposure of this album through a watch mojo list, the top 20 saddest songs of all time. And I, I think Casimir really? Pulaski Day was on it. Yep, yep. Fair enough. Mm. And it was about a, that song. Uh, was yeah, a, that's not. That's about Stevens finding out that one of his best friends has bone <laughs> bone cancer on this Illinois holiday. Yeah, oh. that one's that's a really great song, but it's really hard to listen to because like it's just really upsetting and depressing. Yeah, the the intro hits me every time. It's one of those songs that just hits you every time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um. 
I, I will admit, though, cancer of the bone, there was no better way to phrase that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I always do think that when I listen to it. Oh, like, but honestly, like, the yeah. song itself is just so emotionally connecting to me that like you know can't really dislike it at all also um so uh the man of metro metropolis steals our hearts i when i first heard like those first five seconds like oh shoot this is gonna go hard but then it went soft and then it went hard and then it went soft and then it went hard it's uh that's about the contrast it's a state that's a staple of indie right there loud soft loud soft that was in my opinion was created and perfected by george harrison on let it down on all things must pass mm, when are we gonna get to all things must pass if we're <laughs> lucky maybe for the hundredth episode oh, oh, something to look if forward to i'll do... mark it down on my calendar our 100th should be dark side, side of the moon, of the moon. yeah oh you guys haven't talked about that uh, no. we're, we're waiting until we have enough it. people yeah we were supposed to do search and pepper later on but then Cade <laughs> <laughs> he went full Carlos if you haven't seen our Hunger Games simulator. Carlos. And he ruined our- <laughs> Carlos. Carlos. No, Cade. Gotta love him. Yeah. Yep. And uh, um, what else is there to talk about? Oh, the I think the titles on some of the titles on this uh, on this album are funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Very some. Long. I'm gonna say them in my best Eric Idol impression. Uh, a short reprise for Mary Todd, who went insane, but for very good reasons. Uh, a conjunction of drones simulating the way in which Sufjan Stevens has an existential crisis in the Great Godfrey Maze. Let's hear that string part again because I don't think they heard it all the way out in Bunchnil. <laughs> Riffs and yeah. variations on a single note for Jelly Roll, Earl Hines, Louis Armstrong, Baby Dodds, and the King of Swing, to name a few. Out of Egypt into the great life of mankind, and I shake the dirt from my sandals as I run. And here's my personal favorite, The Black Hawk War, or How to Demolish an Entire Civilization and Still Feel Good About Yourself in the Morning, or We Apologize for the Inconvenience, But You're Going to Have to Leave Now, or I Have Fought the Big Knives and will continue to fight them until they are off our lands. <laughs> I forgot how extended some of the titles are. Yeah, that's why I just wrote them in shorthand. Fair enough. I just want to appreciate, like, uh, Man of Metropolis just a little bit, because we kind of brushed past that. Like, I really like the guitar part in that song. I really like uh, the chorus, and I like the metaphor of, like, being, like, Superman, basically. Like, he, Sufin kind of feels, like, kind of insecure about his masculinity a little bit. Like, only a steel man can be a lover, you know? I like, was, I wasn't looking for any metaphors in this enough. album. You weren't looking for any? But it's literally, like, it's kind of like the point. Yeah, that a lot I, of it's like I know, con- stuff I know con- and, which is weird because, like, concept albums are so are chock full of metaphors. I just expect them to be there. But yeah, um, now that you say that, I can like, I can, I totally get it. Um, at first, I thought the Sears Tower song was supposed to be like about like an ancient temple for some reason, or maybe like in medieval times. But when I got to the song, I realized, oh, the Sears Tower, like the Willis Tower. I forgot, I forgot that the Willis yeah. Tower was originally called the Sears Tower. Yeah. Because that's a, that's a really, I really like that track. It's like a change of pace in the album of like something really weird and apocalyptic, you know. I never got that sense of apocalypse. Well, it's kind of like in the... Uh, wait, was that the wrong song I'm thinking of? No, no, it is. It, it is that one. He was kind of talking about, like... I mean, he does it kind of not super sweepingly or whatever, but, I mean, he he, he, he does talk about how worried he is about, like, the environment and stuff and, like, depleting resources and climate change or whatever. Like, that's, like, a constant... Uh, Fear, fear throughout the album from Come On, Feel the Illinois, wherever. Yeah. 
Um, when well, when I was thinking weird off this album, I was thinking of Prairie Fire, which is which like it came right after uh, uh, the Man of Metropolis, and I was like kind of like vibing with that ending, and I was like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then all of a sudden, I could just hear like a synthesizer starting to like, and all of a sudden, my ears perked up like a dog. Synth mode activated. It's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. What are you guys' thoughts on, like, uh, Chicago? Oh, oh my god, uh, yes. I like Chicago. I like that one. Do you want to know where I first heard that song? In Chicago? No, um, in a custom level for Star Wars Battlefront 2. It was called Christmas in Jinglintown. It was it was just there within a playlist of Christmas songs for some <laughs> reason. I, I And, but, it's not a bad place to be, but it, I just really like the song from then on out and it's become one of my favorites since then yeah it's a good song but what do we think of the true greatest song on this album one last woohoo for the pullman which clocks in at a whopping six seconds best track on the album it's really the one last woohoo yeah that's all if you can say anything about that that's what you can say five stars on letterboxd (laughs) (laughs) five stars it's cinematic Four stars. None of us have actually been to Illinois, right? I mean, I've no. driven, I've driven through it, my, but I've only set foot in it for like five minutes. My parents went to Chicago for the ACDC concert oh, in no. 2008. Um, as I mentioned, back in back in black. Ah, uh, the incident episode. Yeah. I but, hate ACDC. And that's valid. Uh, my biggest Illinois moment was stopping for a McDonald's right by the Missouri border. And that's all I have and that's all I have to say about Illinois, the state. That's Illinois core. That's was that's good? true Illinois Illinois spirit right there. <laughs> I will I'm, I was my the- sense of putting core in front of things. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's good. I, w- I just want to say um Illinois is also the current living place of our Lord and Savior Douglas Walker. Oh no! Oh, God, no! Don't bring him back. Oh my boy! Uh, and, um, that man blocked me on Twitter.com. Uh, we do not talk about him. <laughs> Wait, Doug Walker blocked uh, you? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yo, and you're a tr- you're a hero. No, I did. I literally like I didn't want him to block me, but I think I went too far with like talking about some of the bad things he did when he like was shooting the anniversary films. Like I made a joke uh, about that in his comment section, and he didn't take it very well. Yeah. Oh my god! Blocked by a celebrity check. I'm blocked by so I'm blocked by Gina Carano. You guys can't talk to me. <laughs> I, I, oh, god, I, I I'm wondering if Doug I, even I, blocked Sylvanator yet. Oh god. Oh, hey. One day. Uh, um, John C. Riley is from Chicago. They, of course he is. My dad in another life. Yeah, and I, yeah, he like Jamie. If you don't know, uh, I basically claim John C. Riley as my dad. Good for you. Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I really like John C. Riley as an actor. Yeah. yeah. Although that sense of like devotion to him has kind of ruined him for me. We just jokingly call him Papa John now. Papa John. Oh, John. Papa John's pizza. Welcome to Papa's house. <laughs> that's what we've called them in at least one hunger game sim yep and i'll do it again all right so let's see if there are any other songs to talk about um there are a lot yeah but there's like 22 songs on here although if you like if you really crunch the numbers there's only like 16 or 15 songs yeah um tallest man the broadest shoulders isn't the tallest man in recorded history from illinois 
Mm-hmm. Really? But like, broadest shoulders is like a thing in Carl Sandburg's poems, which he references. Oh, that might that might be what he's referencing. Let me. Um... Robert Wadlow is from Illinois. Yeah, I was, so, I was indirectly mm. right. Uh, you were, in fact. Yeah, Let's go. I, I know another song. It's called "The Giant of Illinois." Um, it was written by the Handsome Family, but I know the version by Andrew Bird. Uh, Andrew Bird of the Birds. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll link it. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm not Andrew Bird, so I I can. If I'm not Andrew Bird and you're not Andrew Bird, who? <laughs> What if we were all... He's the caveman! (laughs) It's the caveman! He's the sheriff! Uh, And I'm frozen in there and that we're out here! That weird thing! He's the sheriff and we're frozen out here! uh, I love that. I love that. We we love skooks. I love skooks. I reference Um, him so much, honestly. Uh, Night Zombies. Uh, uh, the, The review said that was supposed to be like a disco track. I didn't get that. I... Hate that song. <laughs> what? It is not one of my favorites. The no, heck? You can't. What? No, no. It's a metaphor. Shut I don't up. Care if it's a metaphor, it's not good. I don't understand why you don't like. Like musically, I don't understand what what you don't like about it. Um, it's not my favorite track know. either. I to could be honest. go with the same choice and make a joke saying it's too happy, but honestly, I don't remember it. It's, so I can't. Say I wouldn't. Con- I wouldn't consider it happy, to be honest. No, it's not happy. I at wouldn't all. consider this album at all to be happy. It's about being forgotten, you know. Like, oh, no, I but I'm not going to explain metaphors because all of you hate me when I do that, so I'm not going to do <laughs> like, it. Anymore. In five years' time, like, Illinois um, will be forgotten. Um, well, yeah, it's all. It's about all the ghost towns in there. That song's about. It names mm-hmm. all the ghost towns. I, I was half expecting us like uh, being forgotten. We're just going to make like a Bing Bong joke. <laughs> Take her to the moon, okay? Uh, well, we're not that witty enough to make inside-out jokes on the regular. Oh, yeah, yeah that guy. That's your fan, sorry. I thought you were talking about Donald Trump for a second when you oh. said Bing Bong. <laughs> the Bing <laughs> I, thought the you were talking about... no. I thought you were talking bing about bong, the Coney bing Island bing <laughs> Um. Okay, so let me rephrase this. I like this album, but uh, this uh, this... This album is primarily primarily indie, and uh, what I think about like the whole like indie pop, indie rock genre, I it can be said in my uh, in my little review of to the workers, um, it's a wave trying to be a tsunami. That doesn't mean it's a weak wave. Like if, when I'm in like when I'm playing in the ocean, I still like playing on those little waves, but it's trying too hard to be bigger when it's just not. It's it is what it yeah, is. Like- I, I can understand that you and Indy, is, like you're, you think Indy is kind of hit or miss. I guess they never miss. <laughs> no. Is this why you ask me if I consider the Smiths to be Indy, Andrew? Yes, it is. <laughs> because I hear people can call the Smiths Indy, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. I, I only know six songs. Six, I think. Can um, I ask you? Uh, yeah. I was just wondering, like, indie seems like a really, really broad genre, you know, because there's so many different types of music can that can be like, you know, independent. Like, what would you classify as indie, you know? Um, Mountain Goats, um, Sufjan Stevens, of course. Um, that might just be where the list ends because I don't listen to a lot of indie music. <laughs> but I'm um, apparently Paul McCartney was a progenitor of the indie genre, which doesn't really make sense because he's, he's not releasing his albums on an independent label. I don't. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. I get a video where it's like Paul McCartney invented indie with Ram. <laughs> um, indie is 
kind of a misnomer. Indie, it used to be um because it was really on an independent label, but it's come to represent stuff that sounds like the Mountain Goats or Sufjan Stevens or Angel Olsen or yeah. others. <laughs> um, yeah, anyone like, who wants to what what used it to mean sounds like the Velvet Underground. <laughs> what used to Velvet mean Underground's head as hell. Yeah. What used to mean rec- released on an independent label now means glossy as all heck, apparently. I don't know. You know, next, I, I mean, I, I like think... next to normal, but my the weakest link for me is the music, and that's because at its core, it's an indie rock opera. Interesting. Okay, you can say what you want about that. I don't I don't agree, but whatever. I mean, don't I like the, uh, the musical now, okay? No, 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 I just don't think it sounds indie. Okay. Uh, more chamber pop-like? Hmm. Oh, whatever. You know what? We can agree to disagree. And it's okay. anything else they want to talk about about the album i have no idea how i mostly i mostly i have no idea how to like classify things by genres most of the time like i think it's fair to call this album folk in general but like i don't know i mean there's just so many micro genres that i don't understand in music i kind of just listen to individual artists as opposed to like you know genres yeah Yeah. like like you know how when spotify wrapped came out a bunch of people got like dream smp as a genre genre. (laughs) i only listen to musicals i don't know how that happened um (laughs) because they have money they have money they can so they can promote their bad music because they have like the means to do so. I have not once listened to a Dream SMP song, but no. they took my Penelope Scott phase in the middle of summer and they said, "Oh, you like Dream SMP?" What? Do not wish to talk about my Spotify rap. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't get I didn't get any of those fake genres on my Spotify wrapped, but uh, I pity those who did. I'm pretty sure my number one was art rock. Oh, very yeah. very broad term, if I you ask me. Yeah, yeah same. Speaking of Dream, can we take like a, like at least several million of his fans and give them to us? Give them to Rock of Ages and my podcast, Watch This? We no. should start making cut off music. I don't want Dream you fans want on my podcast. You and, like, ship you together? <laughs> I don't, no, make them worship us instead. <laughs> I don't want I don't dream think, stands on I don't my want podcast. to do worship. I, I don't want to hear Isaiah Stan ever in my life. I am. I'm a real Isaiah Kenny. You're right, If I was famous in the future, I'd be fine with having fans. I don't think I would be okay with me having stands. Let the dream stands stand dream. Let the dream stands I mean, die. <laughs> they're like 13. Give them a break. Okay, let's reprogram them then. Wouldn't putting this album as folk put it near my boy Bob Dylan? Oh, God. (laughs) I would much rather listen to Blonde on Blonde than this album. Oh, boy. (laughs) I don't know. Blonde on Blonde is like, I don't know. For me, even though I just think it's more somehow more long winded for me than this one. I really like Bob Dylan from what I've heard of him in general. But like, you know, I don't know. I just think this one has more musical variation than a lot of his albums. Yeah. Precision. Although High, High Rise 61 was great. 
this kind of reminds me of the time when I was uh, vibing in my room at three o'clock in the morning, and then some rusty old guy in a hat from came from Minnesota came into my house, grabbed me, and said, "I want you." <laughs> Oh, bad. <laughs> yep. Oh, mama, can this really be the beginning? That's kind of what he said when the police came to arrest him. <laughs> uh, I Everyone's love... gotta get stoned. <laughs> I saw you added that to the awesome mix, Isaiah. I've, I've yeah, con- it, <coughs> I've converted you. Yeah. My character arc is complete. Yeah! <laughs> Alright, um... I think we. I think it's best we go around the room. Um, starting with you, Jamie. Uh, out of ten, when would you get this? You know what? I think I'd still. I still appreciate what this album does in general. Just like how it connects the history and different weird parts about Illinois with Sufian's own experiences and with just the awesome instrumental instrumentals and composition and. His voice, I just think it's really beautiful. I, I think I'd still give it a 10 out of 10, just because I really like it. All right. Okay, well, let's go with you next, Isaiah, because you sound the most negative out of all of us. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I I kind of like it, but it's not my cup of tea. Um. I think I'll give it like a 5. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. Bro. 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 Okay, can you be a bit nicer? Me? Oh, Um. I'll give it like an 8 point. Two, maybe? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pictures at an exhibition has officially been toppled. But you know, you, you don't keep track of my scores. I don't keep track of my own scores. <laughs> Unless it's revolver. Unless it's revolver. <laughs> I don't keep track of that. What did I give it? Six. You did, didn't like one episode you checked, you were like, Can I lower my rating for revolver? <laughs> I forgot what episode it was. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I, I did do that. <laughs> Why? I still don't remember what I lowered it to. And Andrew um, proceeds to turn into like an eldritch god <laughs> and screed. <laughs> yeah, you gave it a six. You gave rent a six point zero one. Well, okay. Okay, you know what? We don't need to comment on my choices. I am a changed person. Okay. All right, Romy, what would you give it? Um, uh, ten. Yeah. Yeah. We got someone. Positivity. I didn't give yeah. it that, but I like being positive. Yeah, okay. it means a lot to me. Yeah, this album is fairly new to me, and uh, I, I, and I liked it. But at the same time, I asked myself, how many times will I, will I like go back to it? Like, pro- I, and I concluded to myself, well, probably not now, but like maybe in like the future, I could like re revisit and reevaluate reevaluate this because I think do think it's a bit like well, not soft. Oh, but I, I did see in, like, a Rate Your Music forum that it was, like, um, music that sounds like you're going to sleep. But uh, <laughs> I can't stress this enough. I liked it. Just not enough as everyone else, although I can definitely see why people like it. And um, the concept is neat. The metaphors that I'm now noticing are cool. And uh, I'm, I guess I, I'll give uh, Illinois the album an, and just a hard eight. I, I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's enough to to get the people off my back. I'm looking up the back. movie Heart Eight. Um, uh, oh, yeah. of Heart Eight, I'm just randomly looking up the movie Heart Eight because that's what I do. Have you Have you seen Boogie Nights? Uh, I have it on DVD. I haven't seen it all the way through. I'm it's probably really going to wait till it has I'm Papa wait John till the time it. is right. Yeah, it does. I'm going to wait till the time is right to do an episode of Watch This where we do a commentary on it. Hmm. I love Boogie Nights. I love John C. Riley in it. He's good. In, I believe he's in it. I think. Hmm. I forget. 
Well, um, so anyway, yeah, I give Illinois the album an 8 out of 10. And I give Illinois the state a 7 out of 10. It's it's got a nice big it's got a big like Chicago it's got Chicago it's got the big city everyone's in it aside from that there's not really much to the state it's just a like bunch of like boring old prairie farmhand stuff like the only uh the only stuff that's like worth noting in Illinois aside from the big city is uh the capital that sure it's its name with the Simpsons the very few scattered college towns (laughs) and a giant mural of George Harrison in the south and and aside from that, there's not much else. Why do they have I'll a mirror for him in Illinois? I mean, <laughs> because he was he the, British. He is the first Beatle to set foot in America. He had, yeah, he, he was. Yep, yeah, he has a oh. he has family in in America actually, and he visited them in like late 1963, just a few months before the Beatles went on the Ed Sullivan Show. Um, so and it's really interesting to see like a Beatle in the U.S before the whole Beatlemania craze. So yeah, there's George with his extended family. I can't tell you which was which because apparently the Beatles are unintelligible. It could be the little girl in that random kid's arms. You never know. I think it's I think it's the blonde woman. I think that's him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, who was the first Beatle to set foot in Australia? Hmm. John, I think, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, here's the, here's the, the giant mural of George. It, yes, he is. He is black and white. That is his actual skin color. That's just how it was. Yeah. And you know, I that would act, I would rather visit Illinois for the giant George Harrison mural than I would the third largest city in the United States. And does anyone want to join me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a road I'm, trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it. All right. All right, uh, Romy, would you want to give us our uh, next musical? Because when we do a concept album or a rock opera, we do a musical album afterwards. All right. Um, so my original plan was to do Chicago, but Riley's going to be in a production of Chicago, so we're going to do it then. So I decided to go with a Star Kids show. And oh. that show, that Is it- one... Is twisted. The untold story of a royal yeah. vizier. Ooh, nice. Oh, twisted. That's a good one. All right. All right. Thank you. Goldenrod and the 4-H stone. The things I brought you when I found out you had cancer off the bone. And now, a dramatic reading of a Sufjan Stevens Tumblr post. The worst albums of 2021. Squid Game. I didn't actually see it, but it looks really stupid. F minus. Squid Game? Yes. A Quiet Place 2. It should have been shown after the credits for the first movie. F minus. The Interminable Marvel brand. If it's on Disney Plus, it's for children. F minus. I think this is just Chris Gowan or an alias. (laughs) Dune. A very long Zara ad. F minus. J Balvin. Blackface. F minus. Matrix 4. Ugh. Computers, hackers, cyberpunk, stimulated reality, the 90s, the color green. F minus. Any band that is still together after 10 years, please break (laughs) up. Do your solo albums. Move on. F minus. Genesis, I'm looking at you. Oh. Instagram, this is like- get over yourself. F minus. <laughs> that ring. <laughs> this, this is like a magic mic list. The next one is interesting. Ah, uh, yes. Musicals. Please stop singing and dancing. F minus. I'm going to fight him. 
<laughs> I'm gonna fight him. Baby boomer wasps, get out of the way. F minus. Oh god, I think I'm a baby boomer wasp. What? Wait, well, uh, a zoomer wasp. Same thing. Sex of the city. And just like that, no, not at all. Go away. F minus. Conversations about supply chain issues. Stop making excuses. Make your own furniture. Forage for mushrooms or whatever. F minus. COVID. Ugh, so over it. Please stop killing us. F minus. Agreed. <laughs> that's that's valid. That's good. Agreed, yeah. Crypto, NFTs, the metaverse, etc. Scene number six. F minus. <laughs> the 90s revival. Please, it was bad enough the first time around. F minus. Ad Adele 30. Girl, please, we know you're 33. It's on your wiki page. B plus. <laughs> and that was... Uh, so Sean Stevens' least favorite album yeah. of 2021, as seen on his Tumblr. <laughs> uh, yes, all it albums that exist. Yes. <laughs> all right. So. I love his Tumblr. Sunday night, when I clean the house, I find the card where you wrote it out with the picture.